Welcome to Your Brand Amplified, the podcast where we interview marketers, publicists, and brands to learn their stories, what makes them tick, and tips and tricks that make a difference. And I'm your host, Annika Jackson, back with another episode of Your Brand Amplified, here with Julia Cha. Julia, welcome to the program. Thank you so much for having me again, Annika. Absolutely. So please tell our audience a little bit about you and your company. And this can be in the context of our first question is the importance of story. So learning about your story and how you became who you are today. I'm a success coach. I coach women entrepreneurs in different stages. I have a program for women entrepreneurs who are just starting out, getting to their first 100,000. And I also have a separate program, which is private coaching for women who are multiple six and seven figures. And I also coach women in male-dominated industries, professional women. And the importance of the story is actually something I emphasize all the time, especially for starting entrepreneurs, because many of us start And we just try to sell stuff and we see that it doesn't work. My story began when I first started to really own my power, which is when I started my life after leaving an abusive marriage. It was a tough one. I didn't have any support. I don't have any family nearby. And my kids were very young. My youngest was nine months old and my son was four years old. So it was still before school. And because I've been financially and emotionally dependent, I actually didn't have a career path to fall back on. I've been home for almost five years, raising my kids and having kids and raising my kids. And my story is how I used my own resources and the tools and owning my power to build myself to where I am. And when I talk about the story, it's also about how everything connects when it comes to our life purpose, all the things we've done. Of course, like many of us, we don't like being in the stage of pain, which I had a long stage of prolonged pain after I left that marriage. Sometimes it felt like it'd be easier just to go back and take on the emotional mental abuse again, but I chose not to go back to that. What I did end up doing is to start a career in sales, which is something I was unfamiliar with, but I feel very drawn to it. And it became the foundation of my success. Wow. That's very powerful. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. Um, We've spoken before, and that's not something that we got into a lot last time. So as you said, it's important to share your story and help people understand where you come from is not who you are or who you're going to become, right? Absolutely. So how did you translate? You went into sales. Now you are coaching. How do you rise above the noise? And how did you translate that work into rising above the noise? When we look at any offer that's viable, there'll be multiple people offering the same thing. So how do you put yourself in a position where people can know that you're the one to help them. And as we become more entrenched in our business and in our expertise, we know more and more and more how not everybody is meant to be our audience. Mm -hmm. We have a very specific audience and there's specific people we can help the best as well as specific people who want to be helped by us. 
Meaning if somebody is outside of our audience, we can still help them, but does it mean that they wanna be helped by us? The answer is no, they don't believe that. We don't have the same confidence, connection and the trust that actually moves people to have any form of transformation. Regardless of if you're a consultant, helping someone in their business, or in my case, doing something that's more personal and business related. Rising above the noise is telling your story in a way that it helps people. We do live in a world where selfie culture and being self-involved is part of our generation, is part of what's out there. And also we live in an info age where pretty much anything could be Googleable. Mm. Now the trick is how do we help people consume information that they need in a way that is easy for them to digest? And when we use our story, because the way the human mind is conditioned to tune in and to get hooked into the story of a person, this is what we call relatability. When we use the story, the right people will resonate with the story. Typically, the people that want my help are women who are in their power, but they want more of that. They're women who want to really take charge of their life and their finances because of the outcome I've created where I didn't have any support. I didn't have any help financially by still being able to grow my finances and create myself a really viable career where I actually really love what I'm doing. And that attracts women in different industries and a lot of entrepreneurs who really resonate with that. That's how we rise above the noise is that the stories, when people hear stories, they really put themselves in the protagonist's shoes. It just happens naturally. And when, when people can do that, they can feel the outcome even before they have it. And they think if that can happen or if she can do that, I can do it too. That's how we rise above the noise. And we can have 10,000 people with the same offer but depending on who you are, you resonate with very few people's story in that massive crowd. Yeah. Well, and it, that leads perfectly into the next question, which you've gleaned on a little bit of the answer. What is your secret sauce? When I talk about the secret sauce, everybody's got something, right? <laughs> Everybody has talent. Oftentimes people don't know what their talents are. Mm -hmm. And I spent so many years not knowing that I was talented. I actually thought that I didn't really have any talents that were viable. And, and so when someone like me can create an outcome like this, where I can really recognize there are certain gifts within myself, I can do the same for people. Mm -hmm. And I would say this is a secret sauce is that we often don't see ourselves the same way other people see us. And there are certain ways of looking at the data we get in our human interactions and the outcome that we get from certain interactions or activities that we miss. And then we miss the fact that we have this powerful secret sauce and we don't leverage it. Mm. So my, I would say my secret sauce is helping people know what their secret <laughs> sauce is, which is kind of a weird thing to say, but that's the first thing that came to my mind. Yeah. A lot of it has to do with their conditioning or what they are conditioned to believe about themselves. And it's peeling off those layers and helping them see 
that they are not who they thought they were. And actually they're a lot more talented and they have this huge gift that they never even saw because people just think of it as normal. Well, and it sounds like you yourself went through the journey of figuring out who you were and what you had to offer after not realizing those gifts. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and if people are in entrepreneurship, it's a kind of a, when you're in here, it'll test you more than ever, right? Mm-hmm. Like you're so, if you don't do your self-development, you can't get anywhere, right? Yeah. And so much of that is about unlearning what you believe to be true, mm-hmm. how you see the world, how you see yourself, what you believe you're good at, actually is something you need to work on, what you didn't believe you're good at, you're actually really good at. Wow. So you've talked a little bit about your past and how you got into what you do. So, but what, the next question is, what is your why? And it's so funny because I always feel like when I ask these questions, you kind of like touch on it in the earlier questions, but I'd love to hear more about what your why is. My why is definitely my kids. It's the legacy. It's, a lot of people ask me, well, what, what made you leave your marriage? Mm-hmm. And some people may think, oh, she must have had some self-worth to like arrive at that conclusion. No, I actually, it wasn't my self-worth that made me do that. The thing that drove me was the potential idea that if I stay in this, my kids may become the abused or the abuser. And we can't prevent that. We can't trick ourselves to believe that this is not going to happen because we're going to do our best. No, because every human absorbs their environment, especially at young age. So I would say that in terms of my why, everything I began is because of that. Mm -hmm. And everything I do is because the importance of legacy in our clients' lives too. And when clients get success, that's my legacy. It's all tied to legacy. Wow, that's really beautiful. Thank you. So the last question for you today, well, almost last, is what's the best advice you've heard this week that would help you in the future? The best advice I've heard this week, I would say I just got off our roundtable coaching, which is a, the coaching group I conduct. Mm-hmm. And today we discuss a lot about leadership, soft skills, because that is leadership and soft skills is what they, they are, that magic mm-hmm. or the, the secret sauce that will give you success initially and also help you grow your success. And the best advice that I would say is how you connect with other humans. Mm-hmm. What if you were to show up in every interaction expecting to be accepted? Wow. And expecting the same for others that you accept them as they accept you. How different we would interact. That's really big. Actually, that might be one of the best pieces of advice that I've heard um, in these interviews. Thank you so much. Yeah. It's a powerful one because really when is. we... Um, all of us, we have had difficult experiences and that really shows up in human interactions. Mm -hmm. We expect rejection. We fear rejection. When we go into any relationship with fear, that is not a good thing. We set the stage there. That is the, that is kind of the standard we set. But what if we were to go into every interaction connecting with you, right? Like even the fact that I was a little late today, I expected to be forgiven, (laughs) not just not to be entitled, right? (laughs) But right. it's showing up with gratitude, with appreciation, and accepting you, and then expecting to be accepted. How it changes the world when we do that. Mm-hmm. How, how we put ourselves out there. How we answer an email. 
how we dissolve conflict, we don't take anything personally when we're expecting love rather than something else. Yeah. That's beautiful. Thank you, Julia, for sharing that. So if somebody wanted to follow you, find you, work with you, where would they go? The best place they can go is to go to my website, juliacha.com. And if you'd like to explore a bit more, my best-selling book, Am I There Yet? That the link to the book is also on my website, or they can just search it on Amazon. Wonderful. Well, Julia, thank you so much for being with us today on Your Brand Amplified. Definitely learned some things. I'm going to marinate on your advice um, a little bit, but that was very profound. And I applaud who you are and who you've become and the fact that you took this journey and now you're sharing it and helping other women take the same journey. So thank you so much for having me here and having this amazing platform to share this message. I really appreciate you, Annika. I appreciate you too. And thank you to our audience for listening to another week and we'll be back again. Want more tips and tricks? Check us out online at www.annikapr.com, on social media at Annika Jackson PR, or join our three-month PR Incubator Bootcamp for small businesses via www.princubator.com. Mm-hmm.